It's time for Ms. The Wiz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast, the best place to go to get all your fantasy football news, analysis, and advice to dominate your league. Hi, you're listening to Ms. Montalban. I'm here today to bring you the latest signings, injuries, and breaking news. Thank you for joining me. Let's get started. So much going on, but actually not as much as what happened last week. So that's good. We'll get to the important stuff, though. Patriots trade cornerback Stephon Gilmore to the Patriots for a sixth-round pick, which is crazy to me. I don't know what's going on with Stephon Gilmore. I don't know why the Patriots don't want him back. I mean, he's coming off of IR, and they're like, nope, sorry, buddy. We're, we're going to cut you. And... Uh, you know, I think they're trying to generate some trade interest, and the best they could they got is a six-round pick from the Panthers. So that I mean, Gilmore is a better player than any six-round pick you're going to give up. So there's something fishy going on there. I don't know what it is about Gilmore that's scaring teams off. I mean, is it a vaccination thing? Um, what is it? Who knows? But uh, all I know is. Bill Belichick didn't want him anymore, and now he's a Panther, which really helps the Panthers' defense. That Panthers' defense was already pretty solid, and uh, now it's just going to be more solid for sure. So Patriots get rid of Stephon Gilmore, but then they sign linebacker Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins, he's a good linebacker, but he seems to always find his way back to the Patriots, and in this case, that's really what happened. So... He'll, he's a decent acquisition for the Patriots, and he helps that defense out even more. So uh, they lose a, a you know a, a key player, but then they gain a key player, and um, Patriots defense was already playing well without either of them anyway. So it just makes it uh, a stronger unit. Cowboys cut linebacker Jalen Smith, which that was a huge surprise. You know, all you heard about was Jalen Smith all off season. Tra- you know, changed his number, spent all that money, then just to get cut. You know, four weeks in is kind of crazy. But uh, he was able to resign, or not resign, but he was able to sign with the Packers. The Packers picked him up off the street and scooped him up and put him in the booth and made him sing hits. And that's good news for the Packers because they needed some help on defense, and I think Jalen Smith will get uh, give that to them. Texans released wide receiver Anthony Miller, and, you know, Miller scored a touchdown when he was activated from the practice squad. Now he's cut. I don't know. You know, maybe he'll go back to the practice squad. But uh, Anthony Miller really wasn't that impressive. You know, outside of that touchdown that he scored on Thursday night, he really didn't do anything. So the Texans signed wide receiver Davian Davis from their practice squad to the active roster. And, uh, yeah, maybe Davian can do something for the Texans. But uh, that's the wonkiest wide receiver unit in the NFL right now. So... Just stay away from it. Washington football team places tight end Logan Thomas on IR. That really opens a way for Ricky Seals-Jones. So good for him. Just he doesn't have a good matchup this week. Uh, uh, for your information. And uh, they also signed tight end Jay Sternberger. So there's the appearance. You know, Packers got rid of him, and he's going to be with Washington now. So that's a good that's a good move. They need the depth. Lions place center Frank Ragnow on IR. That's a pretty Big move. He was a good center, and uh, that's a big blow to the Lions' offensive line. Raiders running back Peyton Barber will miss a couple weeks with turf toe. 
you know, he just had that breakout game, and we we're all excited about him. And, you know, Josh Jacobs comes back, and Peyton Barber's on the shelf. So it's perfect timing, I guess, in that regard. It doesn't create any type of controversy right now. Seahawks wide receiver Dwayne Eskridge was placed on IR. And, you know, that's that's a shame, but, you know, he wasn't really being utilized in this offense. So uh, it's, for fantasy football purposes especially, it's it's not a big deal. We'll wait till he comes back. Wide receiver Philip Dorsett was signed to the active roster in a corresponding move by the Seahawks. So it's another Philip Dorsett uh, appearance. It's a sighting. You know, he got waved by the Jaguars not too long ago, and now he's already back in the NFL. Dolphins wide receiver Will Fuller was placed on IR with his finger because his finger hurt. And uh, I just don't have sympathy for hurt fingers. I just don't, you know, like... The one Russell Wilson suffered today was pretty bad. But uh, get a splint, tape it up, get out there. That's how I look at it. And I hate to sound like, you know, back in my day, but I dislocated fingers all the time and maybe missed a couple plays until they popped it back in and uh, taped it up. And uh, Yeah, but now this makes Will Fuller get on the IR. So that's really going to improve Jalen Waddell and Devontae Parker's standings with the team. They're going to get a lot more targets. Uh, Mike Isicki might benefit as well. So, uh, anyway, Steelers running back Anthony McFarlane designated to return from the IR. This is kind of exciting because Najee Harris is really the only running back on that roster that should be getting the ball. And Anthony McFarlane has the potential to be kind of a big play guy for them. Uh, they need all the weapons they can get with how bad their offense is. And, you know, they can't block for him, so who knows if he'll, it will matter, but it's uh, definitely good timing for the Steelers to get uh, get some weapons back. Saints running back Tony Carter was placed on IR, so that's disappointing. But uh, they went and signed Divine Azigbo from the Jaguars practice squad, the former Nebraska Husker. So he'll be a Saint now, and he actually might be utilized pretty quickly because... Uh, yeah, it's going to be Alvin Kamara's show until uh, Tony Carter is able to get back. So there you have it. That's the breaking news. And let's move on to the previews. NFL preview alert. Kicking it off with our very early morning Sunday game in good old England. Cheerio, it's the New York Jets at the Atlanta Falcons. And these games are usually low-scoring, these London games. I don't know what the reason is. It just Maybe it's the turf. It's tall grass. I don't know. It slows everyone up. It just always seems to be a sloppy game. However, I'm picking the over on this because the over-under is 43.5. And I just, I don't know. I just think the uh, Falcons and the Jets are going to be able to uh, score a little bit more. Uh, than what we anticipate in this one. Both the defenses aren't great, and I feel like there's room for both offenses to kind of grow in this one. So, Starting Zach Wilson, good start against the Falcons. Even as much as I'm down on him, I mean, he's done all right against uh, good matchups, and this is a good matchup for him. Michael Carter playing him. I have confidence in the rookie. I think he'll do well. Jamison Crowder, Corey Davis, Keelan Cole, starting all the receivers for the Jets. The Falcons can't defend the pass. 
So Zach Wilson has to throw it somewhere, and it's going to be, you know, all three of those guys can be worthwhile starts. Sitting tight ends, Ryan Griffin, Tyler Croft, I mean, whoever plays. This isn't a good matchup for tight ends. Tevin Coleman, just kind of out on him. And, and that's kind of the thing with the Jets. Uh, it's a weird backfield situation, and uh, I just uh, I don't think you should spend a lot of time trying to figure it out. So I, I really feel like it's Michael Carter or, or bust at this point. Uh, for the Falcons, I'm starting Mike Davis and Cordero uh, Patterson, of course. I mean, this is a great matchup for running backs. Start them both, but Jets defend the pass pretty well. So Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, Hayden Hurst, basically anyone else you have uh, on the Falcons, I, I'd kind of bench right here. I don't, I don't think it's a good matchup. The, the Falcons are favored by three and a half points. And I just think they're going to run all over the Jets, and that's going to be the difference. So I'm going to pick the Falcons to win by the three and a half. I know the Jets won last week against the Titans, but I need to see more consistency from them before I pick them for anything. And then obviously the 43.5. I'm picking the over. I, I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring. So uh, that's about it. Let's move on. The Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, last week I thought the Vikings game was going to be a shootout. It wasn't. It was really low scoring. This one is 50 points, and that's just kind of high for me. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but, I mean, that requires both teams to just really, you know, get over 25 points, and I don't think that's going to happen. So the Vikings are favored by nine points, or sorry, eight points. Eight points is pretty steep, especially for a NFC North matchup where they're, they're you know, it's kind of a kind of a rivalry game, so I'm going with the Detroit Lions in this one. I, I think the Vikings win, but I think Lions cover the spread. So, starting Davin Cook, of course. I mean, he's questionable, so you have to watch it. But this is a great matchup for him. Uh, so, definitely start Davin Cook. And if he doesn't play, which I think he will, uh, Madison's actually a good play here as well. Lions are the worst team in football at defending the running back position. They give up rushing yards like uh, I, I don't want to be inappropriate, so I won't go there, but they give up. A, they give it up. Uh, Tyler uh, Conklin is a start here. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. And Tyler Conklin's actually a good matchup for tight ends. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are kind of ho-hum matchups here against the Lions, but uh, I just feel like they're too good of, of, of players to even think about, you know, you're going to play them if they're on your roster, basically. So, Kirk Cousins, I'm benching. I don't like this matchup for Kirk Cousins. I think it's going to be a running-type game. For It's going to be a lot of Dalvin Cook. So, he can be on the bench right now. For the Lions, Goff is on the bench. T.J. Hawkinson's on the bench. Jamal Williams. Mostly Jamal Williams is on the bench because he's been kind of injured, and I don't know what to do with him. Uh, I wouldn't... Kind of, I wouldn't trust him at this point for this week. Khalif Raymond, Quintess Cephas, DeAndre Swift, those three guys I would start for the Lions. Raymond's been on a tear, scoring touchdowns. 
Cephas hasn't been getting touchdowns. He's only got one, but he's been getting a lot of targets and yards, so he's actually the safer bet for me. I kind of like him. And then DeAndre Swift, of course, is, you know, if he plays, he's been in, you know, he's on the injury report, but he's been on the injury report for, like, the whole season. So uh, that's just kind of where he lives. DeAndre Swift lives on the injury report. So, uh, But start him and play him if he plays because he should have a good game. And, uh, yeah, this is uh, NFC North football, so don't. Don't take the big spreads. Take the lines and get the points. The New Orleans Saints at the Washington football team. I think this is one of the tougher games to figure out. Both defenses were supposed to be better than how they're playing this year. Saints offense and Washington football team offenses haven't been as good as what we were expecting this year. So... It's just kind of two teams that are kind of trending the same direction, but not necessarily in a good way. Uh, I'm starting Jameis Winston. I'm starting out. I mean, Washington football team is the worst team in the in all of football against the quarterback, and Jameis Winston's always a risky play. But in this one, I just kind of I feel really confident with how bad the Washington football team is. I'm starting Alvin Kamara, Deontay Harris. I think for whatever reason, I'm really high on Deontay Harris in this game. I don't know what it is. I mean, he's really cheap in uh, FanDuel, so definitely check him out if you need, like, a cheap option in there. Uh, but I really like him, and I don't know. I, I probably like him more than I should in this matchup, but there's something that just sticks out about this matchup with him. Uh, Marquez Callaway, yeah, I'm not as high on Callaway, but you should start him. It's a good matchup. And then uh, that's really it for the, the Saints. I mean, Juwan Johnson... Adam Troutman, they could both be on the bench. Because uh, even if one scores, it's like who you have to pick one to score. And it's probably going to be Juwan Johnson because they use him more on, in the red zone. But um, you're just taking a flyer and hoping that he scores at that point. And uh, Washington football team, starting Terry McLaurin, starting Curtis Samuel. If he plays, Samuel's hurt, not practicing. But I, I think he'll play this week. Uh, with Logan Thomas being on IR. Everyone's gonna like Ricky Seal Jones, but uh, I, you know, in this matchup, it's not a good matchup for him. So if you pick him up, don't play him this week. This is not the week to to play him. Saints defend the tight end pretty well. Uh, Taylor Heineke, he can be on the bench. This won't be a good game. And then Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, and Adam Humphreys. Uh, Adam Humphreys goes without saying because he hasn't done anything. But uh, McKissick and Gibson have some potential in this one, but I'm just not feeling it. Um, Saints do have a great run defense. Uh, there's, I don't feel like there's going to be enough ball to go around, uh, as well as the Saints defend the running back position. So I'd keep them both on the bench at this point. I, I, I don't know. I, Gibson, obviously, I think has a better chance of doing something, of course. That's easy to say. Um, but... I don't know. I, I don't like this matchup here for Gibson against the Saints, and I, I think you might be disappointed when you play him. But uh, overall, 43.5 is the over-under. I'm taking the over on this one. I just I think there'll be defensive touchdowns, maybe some special teams. So I, I, I'm going over on this one. I just feel like they're not going to score a lot of points, but this is low, and I... I I feel comfortable taking the over. And then Saints are favored by one and a half points. I mean, they're away, but I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. I, I really feel like they'll beat the Washington football team. So uh, this, this 
game will definitely be interesting. New England Patriots at the Houston Texans. It's not a lot to talk about. The Patriots are favored by 9.5, which is crazy because the Patriots' offense isn't very good. But I'm still taking it. I mean, Houston's that bad right now. 40.5 is the over-under. I'm picking the under just because the Patriots' defense is so good and the Texans' offense is not so good. So in this matchup, I'm starting Mac Jones. I'm starting Damian Harris. I'm starting every single Patriot I can. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. I think Kendrick Bourne's going to have a really good game in this one. So I'm starting all of the Patriots that, that I can. For the Texans, it's kind of the opposite. I might start Mark Ingram just because I Patriots do give up some yardage to the running back, and he gets the most volume. Uh you know, Lindsay might score a touchdown, but he's not doing a lot stat-wise. But everyone else, yeah. Lindsay Johnson, Davis Mills, Aikens, Brandon Cooks. I mean, everyone's a, a bench in, in this game for uh, for me, for the Texans. So there's just nothing I like. Danny is going to come back. Great, but he's still a bench. Uh, I just think the Texans are going to get dominated by the Patriots. So uh, definitely if you're looking for help or relief uh, for your fantasy football roster, the Houston Texans football team is not the place to go to try to seek relief because uh, they will burn you. Uh, anyway, yeah, take the under on the 40.5 and take the Patriots to cover. The Miami Dolphins at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think this is the opposite of the Texans-Patriots game. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Over-under is 49.5. I'm taking the over on this. The Buccaneers are favored by 10.5 points, and I hate to do it. I, I was tempted not to, but I'm going to take the Buccaneers to cover. They're just uh, offensively just, just a really hot team, uh, barring you know their trip to Foxborough. I don't count that. Anyway, starting pretty much everybody, Jacoby Brissett, uh, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddell, Mike Gesicki, I, I think they'll all have good games here. That passing attack for the Dolphins should be pretty potent since that's uh, the Buccaneer secondary is just it's a hot mess right now and I think any team can pass on them so this will be a good day for the uh, Miami passing it won't be so good for their running attack though Miles Gaskins, Malcolm Brown all those guys are just benches for me for the Buccaneers you know Tom Brady is kind of a sit for me I mean I know I said that this was going to be a high scoring game uh, I'm, I'm going to play Brady you're going to play Brady of course, but uh, Chris Godwin, Cameron Brait, O.J. Howard, I would actually start all those guys because Dolphins don't defend the tight end position pretty uh, very well, and uh, Godwin just because he's ta uh, Tom Brady's target. Uh, I'm sitting Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Uh, just This isn't a game where I want to get too cute with it just because you know, you're playing Brady, but it's really a bad matchup for him. Uh, Dolphins defend the QB position okay, and then obviously with the wide receivers as well, uh, it, it's kind of a crapshoot who's going to go to. So uh, I'm obviously going to always go with Godwin since he's the most consistent of the three. So there you have it. Uh, this will be a fun game, though. Uh, actually, this is a game that I would kind of want to watch in the morning, uh, just for the. Uh, I, I think you know if you like offense, I think this will be one of the. Outside of the Lions-Vikings, I think this will be a high-scoring affair.
Oh, by the way, almost forgot. Running backs, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. You're going to start Leonard Fournette. Great matchup for him. And uh, Ronald Jones, not so much. Uh, he hasn't given us reason to start him at all this season. So he actually should be dropped from any roster that you have at this point. The Green Bay Packers at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Packers are favored by three and a half. I'm taking the Packers here. 49.5 is the over-under. I'm taking the under. Uh, I really think this will be a, a defensive battle more so than... I mean, you look at the game and you're, it just screams shootout in this one, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm starting Joe Burrow, starting C.J. Azuma, uh, not because he had such an amazing week last week, but this is another great matchup. Packers don't defend the tight end very well. And uh, Tyler Boyd, just because uh, he's a consistent receiver, Joe Burrow has to throw it somewhere, and uh, you know T. Higgins with his injuries kind of making me nervous. And then uh, Jamar Chase, it's been invisible the last couple weeks, so uh, I'm going with what uh, is consistent and uh, has been getting me points. For the Packers side of the ball, I'm starting Aaron Jones. I'm starting Devontae Adams, even though it's not that great of a matchup. Devontae Adams is uh, start-proof. You start him all the time. Sitting Robert Tanyan, really bad matchup. I don't like him here in this one either. He's actually been playing pretty bad, and we definitely predicted a regression but uh, because of those touchdowns, but I didn't expect him to be invisible like he has been, and uh, that's what's been happening. Aaron Rodgers, you're starting him, but he might not have a great game. This is one of those games where you play him, but then he definitely could disappoint. So, uh, not you know, I'm just trying to watch out for you to let you know that uh, don't be surprised if you you know you, you put him in there and uh, he doesn't perform like you want him to. Uh, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, bench, bench, bench. Joe Mixon is actually a bench, too. The Packers defend the running back position really well, so this definitely isn't a Joe Mixon game. And, uh, yeah, but it should be fun. Whether it's high-scoring or not, I, I, this is another matchup that uh, is really intriguing. The Denver Broncos at the Pittsburgh Steelers, and this is just the attrition bowl right here. Teddy Bridgewater has a concussion, might play, but uh, it's looking more and more like it's going to be Drew Locke. Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Ben Roethlisberger has a hip injury. He's adamant that he's going to play, and he might, but if he doesn't, Mason Rudolph is going to be there. So there's just not a lot to like in those regards because you're going to potentially be playing two backup quarterbacks with against two really good defenses. Steelers are getting everyone healthy on defense, so... Uh, I don't think their uh, their uh, you know their defense hasn't been up to par, but I think that improves starting this week, and uh, mostly just because they will be healthy. Denver Broncos on the other end, great defense, really like them. Uh, Steelers are favored by one, and I'm gonna take that. I mean, they'll, they'll win. I'm, I'm picking them to win, especially if Drew Locke is playing. The over under is 40.5. Taking the under. Again, two great defenses, maybe two back uh, against two uh, backup quarterbacks. Not a lot to like, so I'm I'm really sitting everybody. I don't like anyone in this one. I mean, obviously, if you have Najee, you're gonna play him because of volume. Uh, Deontay Johnson, as much targets as he gets per game, you're gonna start him regardless of who he plays. So he's a start, but there's just nothing else here to like 
about this game. Chase Claypool, he was out last week, might be out this week. Juju Smith-Schuster's injured a little bit. Uh, Eric Ebron can't catch. So there's there's really, you know, Melvin Gordon's injured, but he should play. But then he splits time with Javante Williams. Noah Fant, Steelers defend the tight end position very, you know, pretty well. And you're not going to start any of the Broncos quarterbacks against the Steelers defense. So uh, this is... There's not a lot to talk about in this game. It's it's going to be ugly, and it actually might be the worst game uh, of the morning slate that we're going to be hopefully not watching. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are favored by three and a half points. I'm going to take that. I like the Panthers' defense a lot in this one. Christian McCaffrey potentially could be back. That makes them even more dangerous, especially with how well Sam Darnold's been uh, been been playing. And uh, the over-under is 47. I'm taking the under on this one. I, I think it's going to be high scoring, but uh, it's not going to be enough where both teams are going to score more than, uh, what, 23 points each. So... 24 points each. So I'm starting Sam Darnold for sure. I'm starting Christian McCaffrey if he plays. If I'm not starting Christian McCaffrey because he doesn't play, I'm starting Ch- uh, Chibba Hubbard. Uh, DJ Moore, of course, I'm starting him. He's been a beast, and I th- feel like he continues that. And then uh, Tommy Tremble, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall Jr., they're on my bench. I just They're not being used in the offense very much. So, no sense starting them. Eagle side of the ball, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins. I even added him on there. They're actually all a sit for me. I mean, Jalen Hurts, you're playing because he's a, a top quarterback and he's dominating. But uh, this is a tough matchup for him. And I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like they're they're worth starting. It's too many question marks. Miles Sanders is getting less and less volume. Kenneth Gainwell is getting more and more volume, but it's still looking like a committee-type uh, approach, and that's, especially against this Panthers defense, something to stay away from. I would start Goddard and Ertz. I, I like both the tight ends here. I, I think they're a value pay, uh, play, so you might get something out of them. But, uh, yeah, I don't obviously don't like the Eagles in this one, and I think the uh, Panthers kind of run away with this. Which, uh, you know, uh, I like the Eagles' offense, but uh, not against this Panthers' defense. And I, I'll be honest, I like it so much that you might consider the Panthers' defense as a, as a you know, FanDuel-type pick against this Eagles' offense because uh, I'm, again, just starting the tight ends and nobody else. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how this turns out and to, to see if uh, I'm right about it. Kicking off our Final Sunday morning game. It's the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, we remember what happens with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. This is always the Derrick Henry games. He just dominates and bullies the Jaguars. So, really, that's all there is to talk about in this one. Derrick Henry is going to annihilate the Jaguars, be a one-man wrecking crew. Titans are going to win by four and a half points. So take them, give up the points. Uh, 48.5 is the over-under. Take the under on this one just because I think, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be a very high-scoring game. And, 
You're going to start Ryan Tannehill. You're going to start Anthony Ferkser. Ferkser is a good start here. He hasn't done much this year. Uh, Michael Pruitt might be able to uh, take over some of those targets, but regardless, I'm expecting the, for Ferkser to have his breakout. And he usually has some pretty good games against the Jaguars, and Jaguars are pretty horrible at defending the tight end position, so I'm starting all of them. Now, receiver position, A.J. Brown I'm starting if he plays because, you know, you're starting Julio and A.J. Brown if they're playing regardless. And uh, Nick Westbrook, Akine, and Josh Reynolds, and there's just a lot of others. It just depends on if Julio Jones and A.J. Brown play, so I would just focus on that. Um, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence I like. He's a start. Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault, especially with... Uh, DJ Chark being on IR, it's important that uh, they pass the ball in this matchup, and Jones and Chenault should really have a good good week. And I, I like them both because I think their volume will go up uh, with them being the only guys that uh, uh, that are, are playmakers for this uh, passing attack. Sitting Dan Arnold, sorry, not a good matchup. Titans are the best team against the tight end. And then James Robinson, I mean, I know everyone says to play him, you should play him. And you should, but uh, this might be a disappointing game for James Robinson. But, man, Derrick Henry, this is the Derrick Henry breakout that he has every single year against the Jaguars. And it's it's almost uh, it's one of those things where if you're an NFL historian, it's, uh, it's constant. Oh, the Titans are playing the Jaguars? Here comes Derrick Henry to dominate the game. And it'll be fun because uh, Derrick Henry is just a fun running back to watch. So if anything, the game won't mean very much. Titans are disappointing this year. Jaguars are not as bad as the Texans, but still a pretty bad team. Uh, but uh, there's definitely some value uh, and uh, interest to watch this game for sure. Cleveland Browns at the Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers are the home team. They're favored by one. So I'm taking them. Go with the Chargers. Give up the one point. The over-under is 50. I'm taking the under. I don't know why people think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I actually have it being a, kind of a low-scoring game. I only have, you know, four people that I would feel comfortable starting in this. Uh, for the Browns, I'm starting Nick Chubb, Austin Hooper, David Njoku. But that's about it. Kareem Hunt, uh, the reason why I'm down on him is the Chargers don't give up a lot of yards to, you know, with uh, the running back receiving-wise. And usually uh, Kareem Hunt, that's where his bread and butter is, is being that receiving running back. I do realize that he's been getting a lot more carries on the ground and, and being effective there, but in this game, I just don't see that happening. Um, so... Donovan Peoples-Jones, Odell Beckham, Baker Mayfield. They could be all be on the bench, and especially with news coming out that Baker Mayfield's been injured and that is contributing to how inaccurate he's been. I don't see that improving unless, obviously, the injury does. So He's a bench for the Chargers. I'm, just, I'm starting Justin Herbert just because he's at a stage now where you can't bench him. He's, uh, yeah... He's turning into a superstar, and we might as well just let him. Put him in there in all matchups. Uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they're on the bench. 
even though I, I know you're not going to bench them per se, but just don't expect big games from them. Same with Austin Eckler. It's kind of the same situation where you might, you know, you're going to start him, but don't expect a, a huge game out of him. And, uh, yeah, Jared Cook's on the bench for sure. And this, yeah, this game's just going to be kind of, I, I, I don't see the high score. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game and uh, not, uh, you know, if you like good defense, because both teams have good defense, this is a game for you. And actually, that's what I'm excited about, is watching some good, old-fashioned defense for once. I mean, rules are catered to the offense. This game is the one that uh, I'm looking forward to, just for the opposite reasons. The Chicago Bears at the Las Vegas Raiders. And this game is just really comes down to is Justin Fields going to be productive? He wasn't last week. They still won, but I mean, with the Raiders' defense, can that hold up? I don't think it can. Raiders are favored by six points, and I'm going with it. I'm picking the Raiders on this one. The over/under is 46 points. I'm taking the under just because I don't have faith the Bears are going to be able to score consistently. Starting wise, Damian Williams. I think he has a big game here. I mean, this is perfect. The Raiders give up yards to the running back. Damian Williams is really the only thing there right now. So, uh, you know, Damian Williams is also really cheap in Fanduel. So, there's that as well. So, I'm definitely starting Damian Williams. Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs the third. Uh, Hunter Renfro, all all the running, all the wide receivers for the, for the Raiders. I'm starting. This is a really good matchup against the Bears defense. Bears can't defend receivers for anything, so just remember that. I'd I'd be happy starting any of these guys if they're on my fantasy football roster. And then Cole Komet on the Bears side again, jumping back to the Bears side of the ball. Uh, I'd it sucks because Cole Komet has not done anything. Uh, receiving wise, so I, I can't say not anything because obviously they have a good rushing attack and the tight end is part of that. But uh, receiving wise, he's been a big disappointment in fantasy football circles. He has a great matchup here, but I mean, can you really trust him? I mean, I would bench him just because of production, but I mean, the matchup's there, so if he's going to do anything, it's going to be this game. Uh, sitting on the uh, bare side of the ball, Justin Fields, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney. I, I just can't trust any of these guys right now in that passing attack. And that's really unfortunate because everyone knows how much I love Allen Robinson. I do. And I lose a little piece of my soul every time I p say that you need to put him on your bench. But until Justin Field shows that he can uh, get the ball to those receivers, uh, you got to keep him on your bench right now. And on the Raiders side of the ball, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, I got them both on the bench. I don't like uh, the Bears have a great rushing defense. So I don't like Jacobs in this matchup. And Derek Carr, I mean, the Magic's going to run out sometime. You know, they just lost to the Chargers. The Bears have a good defense against quarterback, so Derek Carr is not going to have the week that we are used to. And then Darren Waller, I mean, you're starting Darren Waller, don't get me wrong, but this could be a game where he's not as productive as he usually is. Kind of like last week where that touchdown saved him. If he doesn't score a touchdown, I think this is going to be a game where you're going to, you know, it's not going to be up to snuff to what you expect from Darren Waller. But, uh, yeah, this is a game that, uh, yeah, I'm interested in watching just to see how Justin Fields develops and if he uh, is able to, you know, to make it happen finally 
I, I liked him. He was one of my favorite quarterbacks in the draft coming out. So I think the talent is there. Uh, we'll see, you know, how he develops, especially now that he was announced as a starter for the the rest of the the year. Uh, you know, the Chicago Bears ownership had to go over Nagy's head to uh, make it happen, but uh, it's happened, and uh, this is the moment we've been waiting for for Fields. The San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals, and this game is going to be nuts. This is the game I'm definitely watching. It's Cardinals are favored by four, and I'm going to take the Cardinals. Trey Lance is going looks like he's going to start, and that scares me a little bit uh, for the 49ers offense. But the over-under is 53.5, and I'm taking the over. So what does that say about... Uh, my confidence in the 49ers being able to score. I really think it's going to be a, a game where, uh, you know, Trey Lance doesn't necessarily have to pass for a ton of yards, but he can make the big plays and can move, you know, move the ball with his feet because he's a good rushing quarterback. So it's going to be one of those types of, of games. Starting Kyler Murray, for sure, on this. James Conner, Chase Edmonds, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, uh, all, you know, the whole gambit of Cardinals in this one. I don't know what happened to the 49ers defense, but uh, somewhere in 2021 they got lost because they're not the same defense. They give up a lot of points to the running back, wide receiver, quarterback, everything. And uh, it's actually pretty disappointing. But I definitely think it's because of the back end. I, I really do like their defensive line, uh, but I think that's all they have. They, you know, uh, so that creates some issues. Uh, Benching Rondell Moore, A.J. Green, Max Williams. And I'm doing that just because I don't, you know, where's the ball going to go? You know, maybe they're going to be touchdown dependent. I don't like starting guys that are, are touchdown dependent, and I feel like all three of those people are in this one. Uh, for the 49ers, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. And I, I have Ayuk, and I know everyone's probably upset about that, but the Cardinals give up a lot of yards to the receiver. Debo Samuel can't do it all himself. So, you know, unless we see a Juwan Jennings or a Mohamed Sanu sighting, I think there's still room for Brandon I to get his points. And Debo Samuel's definitely going to get his points. I mean, he does it. And it it's quarterback proof. I mean, he got two touchdowns with Trey Lance in the second half last week. Uh, so that's what gave me the confidence to know that he's a good start. And you just got to put him in there no matter what. I'm kind of benching Trey Sermon and Eliza Mitchell. I don't really like these matchups. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people saying to start these guys, but I'm not. I'm not starting them. And especially if Mitchell plays, I don't know how that's going to be divided between Sermon and Mitchell. And I'll be honest, I don't trust, uh, trust Kyle Shanahan either. I mean, Kyle Yusek will uh, score the, the touchdown instead of one of these guys. Uh, like, you never know. And uh, with Mitchell's injury, it just makes it more murky, and uh, I don't like that. So they're on the bench with George Kittle. He's on the bench. I mean, you're going to play him because tight end, who are you going to play that's better than George Kittle? But uh, he might not have a good matchup here and, and perform like you want him to. So Trey Lance, I'm sitting him just, again, I, I don't like rookie quarterbacks, and uh, especially with... You know he's going to be starting, so he won't be relieving anybody. It's going to be his show. It's it's a, it's not a good situation for him to be making the start in this game. So, um, 
he's capable, and I'm not saying he's going to do horrible. I just uh, I don't think he's going to be good enough to, to be a start for fantasy football purposes. So there you go. It's going to be a fun game. Take the over. Take the Cardinals by four. The Sunday night game. This is a game that I think everyone is going to tune in for. This is going to tie up the week nicely. The Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by three and a half points. I'm going with the Bills on this one. I think the Bills win this game. So give me the Bills all day long. 56 is the over-under. That's really high. I definitely want to take the under, but I'm not going to. I'm taking the over. It's a primetime game. Uh, I think it's going to be high-scoring both sides. Starting everybody, basically. I'm really starting everybody. Like, no no deliberation. Travis Kelsey, he has a bad matchup. Tyreek Hill has a bad matchup. I don't care. I'm starting him. Uh, these are the top players at their positions. I am. I guess I'm. there's three people I'm sitting. I'm sitting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Really bad matchup against this Bills defense. Bills can stop the run. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not, you know, he's he's only good with uh, bad running defenses. And when they're good running defense, he doesn't really show up. So put him on the bench. Cole Hardman, get him out of there. And then Josh Gordon, who knows if he plays, but if he does, he's not ready yet. Get him on the bench. Other than that, I like everyone. Diggs, Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox. Singletary, Zach Moss, I mean, everybody. Start everybody. This is going to be a fun game, and uh, it's going to be a, a real shootout. It's, like I said, it's going to be a great way to tie up uh, or wrap up the Sunday games. Uh, you know, sit back watching this at the end of the day. Last game, Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. And the over-under is 48, so just to let you know what type of game I think this is going to be, I'm taking the under. I think the, you know, six and a half points for the Ravens, I'm taking the Colts. That's a lot of points to give up, you know, for the Ravens. So I'm taking the Colts. Especially, you know, I like the Colts' defense, even though they haven't been producing like they should. For the Colts, I'm starting Jonathan Taylor. I think he'll run over this Baltimore defense and have a really good game. And I'm starting Mo Ali Cox. Ravens are the worst team in football right now against the tight end. So uh, if Jack Doyle plays, great. Uh, but I'm thinking it's going to be Mo Ali Cox, and you know he's going to come fresh off his two touchdown game and maybe get two more. Uh, I kid, he won't get two, but hopefully he gets a touchdown. Carson Wentz benching though. Don't like this matchup. And then the receivers. Pittman, Paris Campbell, Pascal, Ravens, if they do anything well, it's stopping those wide receivers. So I don't have confidence in them. Uh, I'd pivot and go with better options. For the Ravens, you're starting Lamar Jackson. It's Lamar Jackson, you're starting him. Hollywood Brown, I really feel like Hollywood Brown's going to have a really big game here. This might be his game of the year, to be honest. Uh, I'm not high on Hollywood Brown. I never have been, but I think this could be his game. So we'll see if that happens. Sammy Watkins, maybe. I mean, you need someone else. I, I you know, receiver-wise, maybe Sammy Watkins makes an appearance. You know, uh, like the groundhog looking at, at a shadow. Maybe Sammy Watkins will see a shadow today and catch some passes. And then Mark Andrews, of course, you're starting him. He has a good matchup, so it'll be a fun one. Uh, benching. All the all the running backs like 
let's not fool ourselves. Lamar Jackson's going to be the running back for the Ravens. So, Tavis Murray, Devonta Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, Tyson Williams. I don't care who it is. They need to be benched. Colts are going to stop them. So, uh, on the other side of the ball, Naheem Hines, you need to stop. Like He's kind of banged up, so who knows if he plays. But on top of that, I just don't like this matchup. I think it's going to be the Jonathan Taylor show. So, uh, that will about do it. That will. Uh, this is a game that, uh, to be honest, it on paper it looks like a really good game, but I'm not excited about it for some reason. Um, but uh, I think the Ravens win, and I, I think the Colts cover the spread, though. So we'll see if uh, if that happens. Now it's time for the Burke and Miz the Wiz Montalban Stars of the Week. Let's see who they are. Let's get started, baby. Stars of the week. Stars of the week. Number three, Tom Brady. Going against the Dolphins. Don't worry what I said in the preview. I know I was kind of on the fence. But here's the deal. Tom Brady is at home. And when he's in Tampa Bay, his home and road splits are amazing. Like He's just a different quarterback at home. And that's not to say he does bad on the road, because obviously he does pretty well on the road as well. But uh, he's just so dominant at home and uh, actually always has a top-five performance. So I'm not going to sell him short on this one. Dolphins, you know, they they hold the quarterback position pretty well. You know, they limit it. But uh, they obviously haven't played Tom Brady either. So I'm going to go all in on this one and, and pick Tom Brady as number three. Number two is Kyler Murray. For the Cardinals against the 49ers. 49ers give up a really, I don't know, just an uncomfortable amount of points to the quarterback position. And Kyler Murray is able to do a lot with running and passing. So Kyler Murray all day. He's my number two uh, star of the week. And then our number one star of the week is Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills quarterback at the Chiefs. I just, Chiefs defense is horrible. And, you know, this all this hype about, you know, how they're going to be improved this year and all the star players they have. And they might have a lot of good players on their defense, but they don't really play as a, cohes- a cohesive unit. And I think Josh Allen's going to have a heyday against his Chiefs defense. So he's my number one star of the week at quarterback. Moving on to running back. This one was kind of easy, and it's a little unfair, to be honest. Uh, Derrick Henry, I put him on here just because he's been on here every week. Every week he's been on here. And I... I except for maybe one week. So that's all the Titans do is run Derrick Henry. They're going you know, against the Jaguars at uh, at Jacksonville. And uh, it's a, an amazing matchup. Henry hasn't disappointed with an amazing matchup, so he's going to be top three for sure. Number two, Damian Harris for the Patriots at the Texans. And I wanted to go McCaffrey here, but I went with Damian Harris instead because I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to not just pick the three top running backs in the league this uh, this week as my stars. And I really like Damian Harris's matchup. Texans don't defend the run very well. So I think Damian Harris bounced back from his horrible week last week and uh, has a, a performance for the ages where everyone's kind of sleeping on him and, and you know not thinking that uh, he's going to do anything. Number one, Dalvin Cook, Vikings running back against the Lions. Lions are the worst team at uh, defending the run. Dalvin Cook is one of the best running backs in the league. 
I mean, there's not much to analyze here. Dalvin Cook's going to be, if not the number one star, a top three, but I'm putting him at number one on this uh, on this matchup with the Lions. Wide receiver number three, I have Stephon Diggs, Bills at Chiefs. Josh Allen has to throw it somewhere. Stephon Diggs has been pretty quiet this year, mostly because he's been the other team's focus. But uh, against the Chiefs, I think he, he kind of breaks out and has a big game. Number two, Debo Samuel at the Cardinals. And big old Debo, I mean, he's getting, I mean, he's putting Brandon Ayuk in the dust, just doing everything, getting like two touchdowns a game, uh, nine to ten targets a game, 100 yards a game. Now, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but uh, he's had he's had a handful of those type of games. So at the Cardinals, this is a great matchup, and I don't expect the train to stop for Debo right now. He's going to keep rolling. And then number one, I put Cooper Cup because he had a bad week last week, and I know they're going to try to get the ball to Bobby Trees a lot more, at least according to uh, uh, McVeigh. Uh, that's what uh, he uh, he I got you know he mentioned like oh, I'm going to get the ball to Bobby Trees. He deserves it. We haven't been focusing on him like we should, but uh, this screams to me Cooper Cup another big game, and uh, he's going to be the number one star of the week, and. It's, it's kind of sad. He, you know, been dominant all week. Put him in my fantasy football lineup uh, for FanDuel, and uh, that's the week where, you know, you're kind of underwhelmed. That's the way things go all the time, but I don't expect it to happen two weeks in a row. Tight end, number three, Dalton Schultz. Dak Prescott's going to be throwing to him against the Giants all day long. Giants can't defend the tight end position. Cowboys have two tight ends. And uh, Dalton Schultz seems to be the uh, more uh, pass-catchy uh, or pass-catching uh, savvy one. So I, I like him as the number three. Number two, Travis Kels. I mean, he's here every week pretty much. So I'm going to put him in there against the Bills. And it's it's, it's an okay matchup. Uh, so uh, he's he's a guy that it, you don't even have to think about. And then number one, I'm putting Mike Kosicki at the Buccaneers. Brady's going to be on fire. The Dolphins are going to have to pass the whole game. So I really like a lot of their pass catchers. And Mike Kosicki at tight end, with as bad as the Buccaneers cover the tight end position, it just uh, screams to me big game for him in this one. So he's my number one star of the week. All right, here's the fun part of the show. This is where you win some money. You basically just listen to the lineup I tell you to put in. And put it in and then you win some money and last week I won again was in the money so this makes it three out of four weeks that I uh, got a lineup to you that uh, was a winner so uh, let's try to keep this up and make it four out of five the quarterback position at my first slot I have Kyler Murray playing against the 49ers he's at home it's eighty five hundred dollars just really like this matchup here. I feel like he can do a lot, and uh, this will be a fun game. So he's definitely my quarterback. I like to try to team the quarterback in with a receiver or running back or tight end. However, in this one, I just couldn't do it. There's no one that I uh, – I mean, Cardinals just have too many weapons, so no one I felt comfortable with. DeAndre Hopkins has definitely not been up to snuff, so I felt kind of hesitant to put him in there. Uh, but first running back position – Dalvin Cook, Detroit at Minnesota, $9,000. And with Dalvin Cook being at home, 
Lions are the worst team against the rush. I had to get him in my lineup, so I did. Now he's questionable, but uh, just like he was the last, you know, last week and the week before. Uh, I think he plays this week though, and uh, your faith in putting him in your lineup will pay off. The next running back position is Damian Harris, New England running back. I, I think he has a breakout this week. Uh, he was kind of bottled up last week, but it was a tough matchup for him. This is the opposite of a tough matchup. Houston's horrible. $6,500. I'll take that all day long with that at that price for that potential that he can have against the, the Houston Texans. So I, I slid him in there. Wide receiver. First wide receiver slab, Debo Samuel for the 49ers. Like He just keeps getting it done. He's the top target guy. Brandon Ayuk disappeared. I'm riding them. Good matchup against the Cardinals, and uh, glad that I was able to get him, uh, fit him in my lineup. And at $7,700, with his consistency, I don't feel like that will last much longer. He's going to keep rising. So let's get him now while he's producing like this, and uh, uh, before he gets too expensive, where he won't be able to fit in anyone's lineup. Other wide receivers: Hunter Renfro, Chicago at Las Vegas. He's uh, $5,800. Same type of thing. He's just been really consistent. Uh, he he does, hasn't had a breakout game, but he's always getting, you know, uh, actually he's been the, the uh, Raiders' most consistent uh, wide receiver. Derek Carr has been targeting him. Uh, Hunter Renfro has a couple touchdowns. I just really like this matchup against the Bears. I feel like uh, he has potential to be a sneaky play because uh, the, the Bears – Bought up the receivers pretty well, but I, I feel like that middle of that field belongs to Hunter Renfro. Nobody can cover him, and uh, he's on a hot streak, so you got to ride it. And $5,800 I feel like is a steal, so anyone at $5,800 with his production, I'm going to put in my lineup. The other wide receiver spot is Marvin Jones, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee is the worst team at defending the wide receiver. Marvin Jones was a disappointment last week, but I think he comes back with a, f a fury, and uh really uh, dominates the Tennessee Titans secondary and, and gets uh, gets a lot of points. So, uh, especially at his price that he's at, he's at $6,600. Planning, you know, being the top guy against the worst uh, pass defense, I had to put him in there. Wide receiver, I have Cameron Brait, Miami at Tampa Bay. Tom Brady likes to throw to the tight ends. Dolphins can't defend the tight ends very well. And uh, Cameron Bray is the better pass catcher. And so I feel like Tom Brady's going to be targeting him. He targeted him six times last game. Uh, he, Bray only caught two, but uh, I think that they'll build a little better rapport for this week since Gronkowski will be out and uh, he'll have a really good game. And I really like the price point at 5000 I feel like it's worth the risk there, especially because I don't have a lot of money left over. Uh, again, he's had the most upside, so uh, I feel like he's a good play. Uh, the flex position, I have Damian Williams, Chicago at Las Vegas. The Raiders give up a lot of points to the running back. David Montgomery is hurt. Da uh, Damian Williams comes in at a cheaper price, $5,800. And I'll take that all day. I think Damian Williams can have a huge week. And uh, especially for $5,800, that's, that's a steal uh, for me. I'm going to put him in my lineup. And then defense is the New England Patriots defense against Houston. Houston can't score. They got dominated by the Bills. I feel like the Patriots defense is 
on par with the Bills' defense. So this will be another uh, bloodbath for the Patriots. They'll they'll dominate this uh, Houston Texans offense, and uh, Houston Texans are the worst team in in football right now. They're I mean it's just hard to watch. Anyway, that's my FanDuel lineup. Put it in. Let's win some money. You can thank me later. And uh, yeah, let the fun begin. Week 5 previews in the books. Now let's just sit back, relax, watch our fantasy football teams dominate the week. Hopefully uh, you win some extra cash in the FanDuel lineup. And uh, enjoy the games. You're listening to the Miz the Wiz Montalban, a fantasy football podcast. We appreciate you listening. Follow us on Spotify, Google, Apple, any major podcast application. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about the games. Cheers. <laughs>